Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Finish this year strong. We're almost there. The year 2023 is almost at an end. There will be audits, reviews, assessments of how the year was in different areas of, of life. Today, I invite you to join me in acknowledging that at this time, we need a revival. That it has, as an individual, the year has not been as vibrant and productive as it should have been. We have a small window of time to correct course, to repair the damaged areas in our lives, to experience a revival. Why? If for nothing else, it is vital. Nobody should be content to be operating below par. Nobody should want to enter into the new year as a weak Christian. Let us talk about a revival, a personal revival, or as the song says, I want a revival in my soul. You know Ahab and Jezebel. Ahab was the son of Omri, who, and he was the seventh king of Israel. His dad was not a godly king, and he led the nation into abject sinfulness. Well, the son Ahab, who succeeded him, reigned over the nations for 22 years. Listen to this. Ahab, son of Omri, did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. 1 Kings 16 verse 30. What a despicable analysis of 22 years of being king over God's people. But it got worse. Because this young king married a girl from a heathen country named Jezebel. And she brought to her husband's country a degree of idolatry that would make you cringe right where you are. Things were so bad that for nearly three years, God brought a severe drought over the country. That did not move them. Israel was God's chosen people. Their politics was determined by godly standards. God required them to serve him fully and not have any other gods in their lives. Time and time again, they would slip into idolatry and turn away from God and godliness. Oh, but can I tell you that during those times, they would still keep up the pretense of religion. They would observe the holy days. They would sacrifice animals, but that was out of tradition. In Isaiah 1, we read that God says that he detested the pretense of religion. God was utterly displeased. Hence, in this part of their history, he struck them with a drought. Some of us are like Israel. Let us be honest. We are saved. We boast of being filled with the Holy Ghost. But these past 11 months, we have been anything but devout Christians. We go to church, especially when it is convenient. Daily devotions is sparse. And when we do stop for devotions, it is rushed or held to a minimum of time because we have more important things to do. We pray out of obligation or when things go wrong. But when we go to church, we pull out the spirituality to impress others that we are actively serving God. But you can fool the people some of the time, but you can't feel, fool God any of the time. We have become a version of Israel ruled by Ahab and his Jezebel wife. The prophet Elijah was the voice of God. 
and he called for a holy convocation. The place was Mount Carmel and the event was going to be dramatic. It was Elijah versus 450 prophets of Baal, the false god that the nation served. The crowd was vast and Elijah basically laid down the challenge. How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. 1 Kings 18 verse 21. That day, the Baalites were given an opportunity to call on their God to rain down fire on a sacrifice and prove himself before the crowd. For about six hours, 450 devout Baal worshippers called on their God. Baal, he did nothing. Elijah then set up his altar and called on the one true God. He prayed to the God they were unfamiliar with. God rained down fire that burned up the animal sacrifice and licked up gallons of water that was poured on and around the altar. When the people saw it, they shouted, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. We're not going to reproduce that event, but today we're being challenged to audit our lives. You don't need to waste time. Just get straight to the point and admit that things are not right with you and God. You know what you have been doing or not doing. Living your Christian life on life support. Just barely serving God enough to maintain the label of Christian. Sin. Secret sins have taken over our lives. We need a revival. Not a church revival, but a personal revival. Let me share three verses from Psalm 119. 1. My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. Verse 25. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Verse 37. Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Verse 156. The reality is that as a Christian, I'm hanging on thin air. My soul clings to the dust. I am barely Christian. Revive me, Lord. If we admit the truth, our eyes have been the gateway of evil to our souls. You might think pornography, but it is that and more than that. The world and all its pleasures, or as the Bible says, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That is where some of us are at. It's everything but Jesus. The last text speaks about God's mercy. Right now, in our state, we need his mercy because otherwise he could end our lives. Instead, Lord, I call on you today to revive me. Restore godliness and commitment in my life. I fall on my face before you and I repent. I turn from my sinful ways and I call on you, God, revive me. This is more than just a prayer of confession and repentance. This is deciding to turn around and come back to God totally. This is a moment when we make our way to God and say with all our hearts, revive me, O God. 
fill me once again with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I need that revival in my soul. My friend, let us not crawl to the end of the year under the leadership of Ahab, the chief backslider in Israel and his heathen wife Jezebel. Let us come back to what we used to be, devout servants of God. Let us end the year with a renewed fire of the Holy Spirit inside of us. Let us wake up, throw off the grave clothes of sin and clothe ourselves once again in garments of godly righteousness. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Ephesians 6 verse 10. Finish this year, 2023, strong in the Lord.